Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your weekend is not complete without the First Lady of New York Radio. It's the Joan Hamburg Show, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome to the Joan Hamburg Show every Sunday starting at 2 o'clock. In fact, we're everywhere, but this week we're going on a special adventure to Africa. And we're also going to help you use your computer safely and avoid all the problems that come when people try to rip you off. A very busy Sunday, 2 o'clock, Joan Hamburg. The First Lady of New York Radio. This is Joan Eats. I had such a lovely dinner recently in Bridgehampton, and I know it's looking a lot like whatever. Let's call it summer because I'm getting all kinds of calls on we're driving out, we're looking to rent a house, we're just looking for an excursion, where can we eat? And a lot of people want something special. If you want special and pretty, and soon you'll be able to eat outside in their lovely garden, the Bridgehampton Inn Restaurant at 2266 Montauk Highway in Bridge, does a special dinner Wednesday through Sunday, starting at 5.30. If you're more than six people, they are looking for a deposit. And the all of this was started by Anna Pump, one of the great food people who died much too soon in a terrible accident. But her lovely daughter, who is absolutely one of the great foodies on the East End, Sibella, Sibella is running with her family, the inn and the restaurant, plus the Loaves and Fishes cook shop in Bridgehampton and the Loaves and Fishes store, known for its wonderful takeout food and, you know, catering parties. They have delicious things. That's in Sagaponic. At the restaurant, Chef Alexandro Osorio and his group have an ever-changing menu that combines French and European foods. The dinner menu changes daily, uses the best local ingredients. You know, many years we had a farm in rural Vermont, and we would love going to the New Fane Inn and those great inns in that part of southern Vermont. When I first went to this restaurant, it was so much like being in New England, this charming, charming inn with these lovely rooms, many of them with blazing fireplaces, really special. The family is ever-present, making sure every need is taken care of. There's a great bar, a drink menu, and we had such a good dinner. You could start with an onion soup or an endive salad, crab cakes, grilled octopus, and then the main courses were salmon with a vegetable ragu or a poached lobster with mushroom, spinach, fennel, 
really terrific. And a pasta with lobster, shrimp, and calamari, delicious chicken fillet. One at our table had the herb-roasted and crusted rack of lamb with garlic mashed potatoes, baby carrots, Peking duck breast. Just a delicious menu. Homemade cornbread, lovely dessert, really nice. Now, it's expensive, but let me give you a little hint and tip. On Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday, they offer a bistro menu, two courses in this special place for $50 a person. Really good. And on the menu, when we were there, one of the items was one of my favorites, a bouillabaisse with monkfish, shrimp, cod, mussels, or a delicious pasta with a veal bolognese and mushrooms. So you can get the bistro menu, add to it if you want. But just know, this is one of those places that if you live on the East End or you're coming out, you want to try to go here. It really was special. 631-537-3660 for the regular or the bistro. Walk-ins are welcome, but you do need, I'm telling from my advice is make sure you have a reservation and enjoy the meal. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome everyone to the Joan Hamburg Show. And I don't know about the rest of you, but I spend a lot of time on my computer and I'm not that great at it. And I guess I'm still naive, which I shouldn't be, but I've been getting a lot of stuff that turns out or turned out to be fake. So I got in touch with CanDo Technology, which is a service that helps older people. Although, you know, I've met several friends of my own children who have been using it but it helps people deal with things they didn't think they could deal with. Like, how do I stay safe online? How do I know that those 10 messages from a major company are not real? Elizabeth Hamburg, who is the head of Can Do Tech, can answer, I hope, all these questions. Is there any special secrets for staying safe online, Liz? Well, there are some tips that we like to 
to share. And I will say I'm proud of you because you actually were able to spot not only fake emails, but also I think in this case, it was a text message that you got. And you, when you called into Can Do Tech, you thought that your Amazon account had been locked and you were able to share the text message with me. And it did. Your text message, which went into your, your iPhone, said your Amazon account has been locked. We recently received multiple failed login attempts to recover your account. Immediately click the link below. And so most people you know, would, would just immediately say, oh, my God, I got to get onto Amazon. Let me click right. the link. You had the, the insight, which I'm proud of you, to have called and said, you know what? I think this might be a fake. Mm-hmm. And Ken Do immediately said, okay, here's what to look for. Now, do you remember what are the what are the things that they taught you how to to figure out whether it was a fake or not? We're going to give you a little quiz. Well, <laughs> there were two things that it didn't mention the company in the right way, and that the link exactly. looked a little suspicious. And exactly. The so, email, and we can, we'll share it through your social media. We'll put it um, on your, your Twitter, or your Instagram, or Facebook just to share with people what it looked like. But we, uh, the top said it was coming from an email address that had nothing to do with Amazon. And then the link was something, some crazy numbers. And then it said online home dot you right. something dot recover account. It had Amazon was nowhere in there. So that's really the first key is if you are. If you do get what you think may be a suspicious email or text message, and a lot of them are through text message now, don't click on anything before you take a very close look at the email address that it's coming from and the link. And that's really the most important thing. A lot of times there's misspelling. So if you get an email and even, for example, sometimes there's British spelling where there should be American. You know, for example, we've seen things that say center. C-E-N-T-R-E instead of C-E-N-T-E-R coming from what should be, you know, what they say is Netflix or from Best Buy. And of course, you know, if it's a U.S. company sending to a U.S. client, they would never spell something in a British way. So that's very simple, small things, but but very often giveaways, typos, um, adding an S at the end, you know, so it may be bestbuys.com instead of Best Buy. So definitely things to look out, both on email as well as phone, and then as well as text message. We've also been hearing a lot about phone scams. And I just saw an article that someone sent me yesterday saying that these AI bots, you know, these chat GPT and all all of these things that you've been hearing about are now able to send robocalls so that it's basically a robot calling random numbers and telling you that you have a family member in distress. They make them sound like a family member. Very, very scary. And so just be very aware of phone scams. You know, the most popular one that we keep hearing about is someone calling saying, oh, I'm a grandchild. I'm your grandson or granddaughter and I've been arrested and please send, you know, $150. And so, of course, if you hear that, you're not thinking straight. You immediately are like, oh, my God, you know, let me help my grandchild. Mm-hmm. And they're able to get people wiring money, even the smartest of people. So well, that's another scary. really important scam to look for. But let me ask you the this. Other... Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say, 
All right. Let's say that, which turned out to be true, that you you have been hacked. What do you do? I mean, do we call can do? Do we do what? Well, and this happened to a friend of yours, I know, who also called in a panic and she got some very weird message on her computer saying it was going to be shut down. So the first thing you want to do is turn off your computer and unhook it from from any kind of Wi-Fi or Internet. So if you think that someone's gotten onto your computer, make sure that you shut it down immediately. If it's your phone, turn it off, get it off of Wi-Fi. And then you should try to call for assistance. If you have a family member who can help call a family member, if you have a plan, for example, if you are a member of Best Buy or Geek Squad, you can call that. We do support that at Can Do Tech. You can call us at 646-758-6606. You can email us at can do support at CanDoTech.com. It's C-A-N-D-O-O, two O's, CanDoTech.com. But you definitely want to make sure that you've got a professional who can help. And then typically, it's pretty easy to just make sure if there's malware or something that's been put on your computer, that can be wiped out and cleaned out. If you suspect any suspicious activity, if you think that you've been hacked on your credit cards or bank, make sure that you call your credit card company or bank company or your bank and make sure that you let them know that credit card should be suspended or you should see if there's any suspicious charges on your credit card or any suspicious withdrawals or, or transfers at, into or out of your bank. And what about passwords? Or don't we have too many? How do you deal with that if you have issues? Well, the passwords are crazy, right? Because none of us remember our passwords. There, there is a great thing called a password manager, which can be set up and that will automatically save your passwords in a really safe and secure way. And you can also give access to someone you trust. So for example, if you wanted to give your family member access to your passwords to keep in a secure location, you can share it through a password manager. So we do recommend that if you're not using a password manager, we recommend creating strong passwords. The best is to use a lowercase and uppercase letters and then some special character like a exclamation point or an at sign. The longer, the better. Try not to use personal information. I know we've all done it. The dog's name, a grandchild's name, your birthday, family member. Uh, and then try not to write it down and keep them all in one place. You know, because if, God forbid, you lose that piece of paper, if it's you're in your, your wallet or you're traveling with it, you know, you've automatically given someone access. So, you know, you can write it down, but um, I like to write it down in sort of code, you know. So, like, instead of saying, you know, the name of the dog, I'll just put, you know, dog birthday or something like that. So it's not, you know, so obvious right. that someone can it. just copy and paste it. All right. Good information. Good advice. Thank you so much. And to get in touch with Can Do Technology. So you can call us at 646-758-6606. You can email us support at CanDoTech.com. The website is CanDo, C-A-N-D-O-O, tech.com. And we don't only, we're not only there to help when something goes wrong, but we're doing a lot around education because the more that we find people are comfortable with their technology, and I know 
you're now writing something and you just learned how to use pages and save it and email it. So we do a lot around education as well. So if you've got a new device, you want to learn how to use it. If you need to get onto a telemedicine visit, if you want to learn how to watch Netflix with closed captioning on, if you want to learn how to save and organize your photos, those are all kind of things we do. Everything is remote, right. so no one comes into your home. We share a screen. It's all safe and um, all U.S.-based uh, tech concierges. So we really um, pride ourselves and take safety and security uh, really, really seriously. Right, and so many people now need to order food and groceries online and packages and stuff, gifts, and it's really good to have a service help you. I know. Absolutely. I, I mean, it. even tax time, you know, you if you're getting a, uh, a, a, a something from your, you know, your accountant saying sign this and send it back to us. I mean, everything right now is being done online. And if you don't have an email address, you know, you're really at a handicap. The good news is that we can we work with people who literally have never had an email address, never had a smartphone, and we can get them comfortable. Our, our oldest so far is 105, oh but, uh, but we work with, with all different ages. <laughs> okay, it sounds good. Thank you, Miss um, Liz. I really appreciate it. We'll talk soon. By the way, I just realized I forgot to mention Liz is my daughter. But I legitimately, forget the daughter, I use that service and have because I'm not a tech wizard. And sometimes I'm embarrassed to call them for things I think are simple. But nothing is simple and they take care of it and it makes it possible for me to get everything done. And now I feel much more confident. So uh, thank you, Liz. Thank you, Can Do Tech. And you and... Yeah. Liz. I was going to say you and dad were an inspiration for starting Can Do Tech because you did call me all the time. And at some point I said, you know what, I'm not the best person to handle this. I'm not the most patient and I can't explain it well. And you were really an inspiration for starting this because I realized that there are so many people who need technology. And you were you were always a great typist. I remember you you yeah. encouraged me to learn how to touch type years ago. You always, you know, typed your your work, but when it came to other technology not so you were good. afraid. So I'm very impressed now with everything that you've learned. You're sending money through Venmo and yeah, you're you're uh, you're Apple paying and you're and you're doing a lot of stuff that you weren't able to do before. So I'm very proud of all you. I know, but I'm still insecure, which is why I need the service. You know, I do need a little hand holding every now and then, so it's important. All right, well, thank you. you. I'm glad. Thank you, Liz. We'll talk soon. And I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WAVC. The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Journalist and author Lynn Scher, whom I've known for many years, and all of you have too. She, Lynn had a, and is still having a fabulous television career. She writes intriguing travel pieces. She swims in the weirdest places you've ever heard of. And it could be 20 below zero, and there's nothing like seeing Lynn pop in wherever it is. And then I found a piece that Lynn had written, and it was about Lynn taking her granddaughter, not a little girl, a 24-year-old, 
who had just graduated from a nursing school and needed a break. Now, a lot of grandmas might say, I'll take you to Florida. We'll go to Arizona. Not this grandma. She says, okay, you want to go to Africa? I mean, who does that? But Lynn's granddaughter and Lynn. And of course, what a fabulous opportunity. And as Lynn points out, at age 80, it's a return to a magical place that she had written about, held us all by the hands on film and in print to share her passion. And she went to Africa exactly 50 years ago. So I was trying to remember what brought you to Africa all those years ago. Oh, hi, Joan, and thank you. Um, well, um, I originally went back when, uh, you'll remember this, when I was a reporter for Channel 2, WCBS-TV here in New York. And my cousin, who is a, um, uh, an OBGYN, was doing um, some work out in the bush with um, uh, Kenyans. And he's a, he was uh, dealing with maternal health issues and reproductive issues in Kenya. And he said, why don't you come to visit? So I did. And that was exactly 50 years ago. And I had a wonderful time and was out uh, meeting people and, and, and learning about them. And then I went on safari. And then, as you know, I lost my heart um, to giraffes and other fabulous animals and have been back many, many times and written and talked about it and done films and done articles. And this time around, Sammy, my granddaughter, said she wanted to go and she wanted to go with me. So Joan, how do you say no to your granddaughter? Of course you can't say no, and it's such a fabulous trip. And for those of us who have followed your passion over the years, Lynn cost us a fortune. Try to find a giraffe that you could afford. You know, they're big, so it isn't like you're buying a little stone thing. Anyway, they are. They are. And I, I'll tell you, I'm just delighted. Um, this piece, which, as you mentioned, is is online now in the New York Times website and is is now in print in the Sunday edition of the Times. And um, I was so pleased that the Times wanted to do it. And they're, of course, their focus um, this week is on family travel. So this fits perfectly Perfect. into that whole concept of of uh, traveling with someone in your family. And multi-generational trips, as you point out, whether it's a great big, you know, let's celebrate grandpa and all get together, or maybe just an immediate family, it's becoming a big deal. And people are really doing this. And Joan, I have to tell you, I learned two words, which you may already know, uh, in the course of uh, researching the, the background on the piece. Of course, I, I wrote it based on what we did in our fabulous trip. But it turns out that when a grandparent takes a grandchild on a trip, it's called a skip-gen trip because oh, you're skipping that. that middle generation. Mm-hmm. of So the parents can go off and do what they want to do, and you get to be with the grandchild all by yourself, which is extraordinary. And the other word to describe it, ready for this? Gramping. Oh, I never heard that. That's great. And and also I learned from you that there are companies who will help, you know, for these kind of grand trips, grand-grandparent trips. You mentioned something I had never heard of, Road Scholar. Yeah, Road Scholar uh, specializes in educational um, trips, and they're seeing a huge um, uptick in people signing up for 
um, skip gen grand grand trips versus whole family trips. So, um, you know, grandparents, we're the ones with more time and bigger bank accounts. And our grandkids are the ones with big eyes and they're eager to travel. So it's kind of a perfect combination, right? Of course. And you worked out the trip yourself, but you had an advantage because you had over the years with your love of Africa made many friends. I did. And and I purposely planned the trip in a way so that Sammy, my granddaughter, could sort of ease into it. We stayed. uh, We visited with friends, two sets of friends I have, one uh, in Naivasha, which is just north of Nairobi, and one set of friends, uh, very dear friends, um, who lived in Karen, which is a suburb of Nairobi, and that's Rick and Bryony Anderson, and they're the ones that that used to run um, Giraffe Manor, that wonderful hotel that you've heard me talk about a million times. And they've since sold the business, but they're now focusing on what's called the Giraffe Center, where you can go and meet the giraffes and feed them and get your picture taken and take a selfie with a giraffe. Uh, It's quite an extraordinary and a wonderful, it's a nonprofit that is saving giraffes and teaching the children uh, about the wildlife also, which which is great. So we did that. And then we went on safari for six days, and we used a wonderful safari outfitter called Big Wild Safaris. They did a great job for us. Went to three different parks. Um, it was it was a magical, magical trip. And I got to show Sammy my little corner of that giant continent and what I love about the animals and the people. And and it it it's kind of. Um, uh, it was very special because I watched her love what I love, and I watched her expand on it. Um, Joan, as you know, my granddaughter is uh, about. She's now she's passed her nursing exam. She's uh, waiting for her first job, and ultimately, she might want to be a midwife. She wants to go back there and help with maternal health issues and reproductive How issues. So, so it's kind of come full circle. Isn't that wonderful? Right. It's wonderful. And you opened a world to her that she would not have had otherwise. Well, you it's know. true. And she, it's interesting, as you know, um, uh, endlessly, uh, I do love giraffes. I'm kind of crazy for giraffes. She found her giraffes. She fell in love with elephants. And every time we saw an elephant, particularly baby elephants, uh, mm. she, uh, her, her eyes, uh, were huge. Her heart melted. She loved them from tail to trunk. Everything they did was just perfect. She also fell in love with warthogs. So you remember in That's Lion a, King, of course, Pumbaa, the, of the warthog, <laughs> and every every kid in America loves Pumbaa. Well, Sammy loves Pumbaa, and now she loves warthogs. Every time we saw warthogs, those adorable little animals, she would scream, "Piggies!" And and oh. sort of snort with her. It was the most adorable thing you've ever seen. And did you stay with friends or in hotels or cottages or how was that? Uh, a combination, um, partly with friends and partly um, in lodges at the at the um, at the parks. Um, for example, in. Uh, at a place called Lewa, uh, used to be Lewa Downs, now it's the Lewa uh, Conservancy. We stayed at a, pla- a lodge called Siracor Lodge, which is just drop-dead spectacularly fabulous. Not um, uh, You feel as if you're part of the landscape when you're there. Um, in um, 
At Ambicelli, we stayed, stayed at a relatively new lodge called Tawi, T-A-W-I, which was beautiful. And at um, the place we stayed at the Masai Mara is Little Governor's Camp, which is a very traditional, well-known um, camp for travelers. And all of them were, in some cases, luxurious, in some cases, not so luxurious. But they're basically tents uh, built on solid floors. And, and their windows, but you zip up at night. And the really important thing, Joan, my advice, anybody going to Africa, listen to the guides, zip up your tent, because otherwise the monkeys will get in and trash everything you have. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But it does <laughs> sound like a really thrilling trip, of, you know, all the way. How did you find Africa these years later after your initial visit and the ties you built? Well... For one thing, the drought has been devastating to the people and to the wildlife uh, of Africa. In Amboseli, the uh, first uh, park we visited, which is uh, on the Tanzanian border with Mount Kilimanjaro gorgeously in the background, uh, Amboseli has had a drought for a couple of years now, and uh, hundreds, thousands of animals have died. There are animal carcasses around. Luckily, There's also an area that is fed by underground springs, and we went there and saw there are great herds of animals still, great herds, but the drought has been devastating. I just heard from one of my friends uh, in Nairobi, and she says there have been rains, uh, thank God, but uh, for the moment they stopped. So we need rain in Africa. Mm. What I found is that While wildlife populations all over the world are, in fact, declining, what's happening in many places we went in Kenya is the combination of smart management at local communities getting involved. They're turning the tide on this a little bit. They are understanding that um, getting the poachers is a first priority, that maintaining the wildlife is not only good for the economy, but it's critical for the planet. So smart management is making a difference. For example, um, at Lewa, we saw many, many, I mean, like hundreds of rhinoceros. And rhinoceros have been on the endangered list for some time. So they're coming back, which is is very exciting. Um, And again, it's smart management, and that's what's happening. Did you see a lot of tourists? Were there Americans traveling? Oh. We saw very few tourists. We were there in January, so we missed the school holidays both in this country and uh, in Europe and Asia. And we we felt very fortunate that we were um, we were we were pretty um, not alone, but but it wasn't crowded. Right. My understanding is that over Christmas the numbers were way up, which is very exciting. Uh, and they surely will be this summer because a lot of the people I've spoken to are already booked for the summer. So people are going back, which is wonderful. And when we were in Kenya, at least, uh, it was it was safe. It was a great place to be. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. It's really important to go with an experienced group, right? I mean, you can't just go oh, yeah. on your own. Well, absolutely. You need a... You need an outfitter, um, and, and there are all sorts of them. Uh, as I say, we use big wild safaris, and they were just great. But there are outfitters for every budget, and you need help figuring out where to go. You also need to listen 
to the, what, uh, look up the State Department rules on travel. You need to understand the health rules. We, um, uh, we both, uh, Sammy and I both took malaria precautions. We took pills against malaria, even though we were in areas that said, well, they thought they were okay. We didn't want to leave it to chance. Right. We got all of our shots. Uh, we were we followed the rules Careful. and, and you felt well, right? Important. You I felt well. Pardon? You felt well. No problems. No problems at all. And the food was terrific. Um, there, there is a the 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 people who run these camps and lodges, um, the guides. This is their profession. Um, it's important to them that everything go well, and and we were very well taken care of. As is. Everyone I know that's ever been on a trip like this. Mm. Well, it sounds great. <laughs> and they, you know, the, one of the other great um, things about it is what it did to Sammy and me. The idea of traveling with any family members that that you either like or would like to like is a great idea. But um, somehow that that grand grand connection is very special you kind of miss all the angst of of mm-hmm. the parents the parent, in the middle um and i will tell you joan you'll love this uh, at least three of my friends who have seen the article have written to me and asked if they could be my grandchild that, that's right don't think <laughs> the first thing i thought is i've got to convince lynn forget the grandkid to lead a group and take <laughs> us no, well, so I told Sammy, my granddaughter, that people had said they wanted to be my grandchild. Her response, the position is taken. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> well, thank you for a wonderful piece and for sharing your adventure. It really was fun to read, and it made all of us, I'm sure, want to go. So congratulations. Well, thanks. thanks to you, Joan, and thanks to the New York Times for Uh, making it so prominent. Very exciting to have it in the paper. Well, it's a great time. All right, and where are you swimming next? (laughs) Um, uh, Let's see. What month are we? It's almost April, which means about another month I'll start swimming out on the end of Long Island again, just like you. Right. Okay. Well, take care of yourself. We'll talk to you soon. I look forward to it. Thank you, Joan. Bye, Lynn. Lynn Scher, who's a very well-known journalist, an educator. Lynn has a lot of fascinating things that she does, but read this piece because it's really great. It's going to make you want to go. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC. The First Lady of New York Radio. This is Ask Joan. Well, you've got a week to figure out what to do on Easter weekend. April 8th and Sunday, April 9th. But come on and bring your bonnet and you can be part of the annual Easter parade. It takes place on Fifth Avenue, right around St. Patrick's Cathedral. And it usually starts at 10 in the morning and it's very busy until three and it's free. But this is not a parade like you're used to in New York City. It's not official. It's not really organized. It's a whole bunch of people done up with fabulous clothes and hats and pets and kids. And they usually meet right around St. Patrick's Cathedral. And anyone can participate. And I do love to see what people are wearing. And I love the outrageous, colorful hats and bonnets. Also, on Governor's Island, there's an egg hunt. And that takes place 
Saturday on the 8th from 10 to 4, and it's open for all youngsters 2 to 13, and it's free. And it's Governor's Island on the parade grounds. That's a famous egg hunt in many places, but Governor's Island has never done it before. So it's going to be exciting. Go to G-O-V-I-S-L-A-N-D, govisland.com, and get there early because it's going to be crowded. They've got 10,000 wooden painted eggs hidden throughout the 120 acres of open space. There are prizes, there are giveaways, there are levels of egg hunts, and it is fun. There are puppets and magic all day long food available for purchase. There's actually a beer garden. You can do a photo with a bunny, and the, honestly, the kids love it. And then the seaport in lower Manhattan, right by the river below the Brooklyn Bridge, they're doing Easter with special events and promotions at Seaport Square and Tin Building, Pearl Alley, and at restaurants, including... Malibu Farm. They have Easter egg hunts, egg decorating, very nice food, holiday meals. You can sign up for the free events and for the paid events. Go to theseaport.nyc. And on the other hand, you can have an Easter egg breakfast or brunch at Alfiore, 405th Avenue, 212 Six one three eight six six zero, three course pre fee, eighty five dollars brunch from noon until two, lobster frittata, potatoes arugula halibut with artichokes fava bands you get it it's good and Aqua V at sixty five East fifty fifth Street is doing a three course Easter menu it's expensive but it's quite lavish. It's 155 a person, fabulous seafood, and then main course and dessert, and they do love it. And then at Stella 34, right on the sixth floor of Macy's, you can organize a breakfast with the Easter Bunny. So there's a lot of wonderful things, and that's very reasonable. Go to patinagroup.com slash Stella. And you're going to be all set. Have a wonderful holiday, and I hope these suggestions are helpful. All right, everyone, I'm looking, and we're coming up to the end of the show. I'm so happy you're part of it. Happy holiday to one and all. I'm Joan Hamburg. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.